Nation and welcome to the show. Welcome to episode 13 of the Whatever I Find Entertaining podcast. I'm so happy to have y'all with me. I got another great episode for y'all today, like usual, only the top-notch content for my Whatever Nation. Um, I, we got plenty of topics to go through as usual. We got some video games. We got some 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 Marvel stuff as usual. And you know, just just a regular show, man. It's gonna be it's it's gonna be good. But first, before we get into that, as usual, wellness check. How is everybody out there doing today? How is my welcome? I said my welcome nation. How is my whatever nation doing today, man? Are y'all being happy? Are y'all being healthy? Are y'all being good to yourselves and others? Because that's what's most important. And speaking of being good to yourself and others, I got an announcement. And if you if you follow me on Twitter, D the Zoe, I mean these are the great at, at twitter.com. I don't know. Anyway, if you follow me on Twitter, you'll know that uh I got my second vaccine shot. Uh, yep, I did it a couple days ago. Uh it I feel I feel great. Uh, my arm's a little sore, but just about everybody I know who's gotten the shot says, yeah, my arm was a little sore. So that's normal as hell. Uh, yeah, I, I feel, I feel fine. Um, I'm happy I got it. I uh, hope this doesn't backfire. I don't think it will, but I mean, what the fuck do I know about science, right? But yeah, um, we have already talked about uh, vaccines in great length on this show. I don't want to go into it too much, but you know, I, I'm happy on God minds. If you feel like you want to get yours, go ahead. If you don't feel the need to want to get yours, and don't. It's up to you, man. It's your choice. Just like I've said before, make sure you make an educated decision. That's what's most important. Moving on uh, into our topics. Like I said, we got we got plenty of stuff to talk about today. I can't wait to get into it. Um, we got, of course, we got Loki. We're going to save that for last. We're going to talk about the first episode. Spoiler alert. I loved it. <laughs> but um. We got some video game stuff. Uh, there's this movie called Free Guy that I saw a preview of. Not preview. Tra- trailer. Uh, Star Deadpool's own Ryan Reynolds. That looks It looks pretty damn good. I can't lie. It looks pretty good. Uh, it's only going to be in theaters, though. So, But we don't think that we're going to get to that eventually. Uh, yeah, we got, we, got a, we got a lot going on. Uh, there's, a, there's a kind of a E3-style virtual festival going on uh called summer game fest uh the first day of that was the 10th and uh jeff keely uh, jeff i think that's i think i'm saying his name jeff keely i think i'm saying his name right well the guy who usually hosts the video game awards who's big name in the video game world uh he's it's i don't know it's like a e3 except it's all virtual presentations I don't know if it's a part of E3 or it is the new E3 or it, it it replaced E3. I don't know what's going on, but it's it's a lot of video game stuff, and we're gonna get into a lot of the stuff that they were talking about on the show. Uh, that's where I saw the uh, the trailer for Free Guy, but yeah, we'll get into that, and then we're gonna talk about uh, episode one of Loki. So let's uh, we're gonna take a quick break, right quick, and then we're gonna get into it. I'll be right back. And welcome back to the show. Uh, first thing, we're going to do a quick segment. 
um, because I'm gonna have the 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 summer game festival. That's gonna be like its own thing. So before I get into all of the news that was announced at the show, I want to just talk about a uh, a movie and a game right quick that's unrelated to the summer game festival. And the movie is Free Guy, and it's a really interesting looking movie starring Ryan Reynolds, like I said, uh, where he plays like. It's like he lives in a world of GTA, and he just plays an NPC. He's not, like, an important character at all. He's just one of those characters you see walking down the street on their phone or whatever. And he, uh, at, so, at some point, he realizes that he's in a video game, and he can do whatever he wants. So he's, I guess, like, the creator of the video game decides he's going to destroy the video game. I don't know. It looks really wacky and really weird. And it's starring, um, I I don't want to butcher his name, but uh, Taka Wakiti, I think is how you say his name, who um, he directed Thor 3 and he's directing Thor 4. And he's playing like the villain in this movie. He's a, that's a really funny dude, bro. And you could tell by watching Thor 3, he is a really funny dude. Like he, I can't, off the top of my head, I can't think of anything he starred in that you would know him from, but he is just a really silly dude. Uh, follow his social media, bro. I, I don't know it off the top of my head, but he, he's just really funny. I love the guy. I, I'm so happy he turned Thor around, and I can't. And unrelated to what I was gonna say, he um he's claiming that Thor four is gonna be funnier than Thor three, and Thor three was like one of the funniest movies in the MCU, and he's saying four is gonna be funnier, which is just mind blowing to me. But I'm I'm down with it. I can't wait. I can't fucking wait for it. But anyway, he's uh, he plays a, a guy who designed like a GTA type game. And I guess he's going to destroy it for whatever reason. Because he's just like, he's just a dude. He's just a fucked up dude. And so, um, uh, Ryan Reynolds' character is, I guess, is, is his goal to save the video. Save the video game world that he exists in. And he's not like, keep in mind, he's not like a character being controlled by a real life player. No, he's just a straight up NPC that the computer program runs. Like nobody's controlling him. He's just a rogue computer program, which is it's an interesting concept. I, I can't wait. It's not even I was gonna say it's like a Tron type thing, but Tron was a human entered a video game. And this ain't a human entering a video game. There aren't any humans here that I could tell of. Like there's no player interaction. These are just NPCs interacting with each other. And living their daily lives until they realize that they're a part of a video game and their world's not real. But I mean, it's like, if it's real to you, it's real. I don't mean to get all existentially deep on you, but I mean, who knows? We could be living in a simulation. But anyway, the movie's called Free Guy. I can't remember the release date, but it does look really good. Uh, please go, please go to YouTube and uh, look up the trailer. It's Free Guy. R-E-E-G-U-I. I highly recommend it. Um, uh, next, I want to talk about... Uh, I just recently got the Ninja Gaiden Master Collection. Um, I'm trying to decide whether I want to put up... Uh, record some stuff for YouTube with it. I don't I don't know. I think I will. I'm leaning towards yes. But it's not 100% guaranteed yet. But... um. I can't wait to play it. I, I got a bit of a history with the first Ninja Gaiden uh, Sigma. And uh, 
If you want to know about it, then you should go watch the video up on YouTube. But um, yeah, I don't know. I uh, I played it. I never beat it. Uh, it was um, it's a very difficult game. If you haven't played Ninja Gaiden, they are not simple games. They are not easy games. They are very difficult to learn. And you will get your ass kicked right from the beginning. Like, it does not pull any punches. It does not get easier. It only gets harder. It starts off on 10, and then it somehow goes past 10, even though the scale was only 210. But, yeah, I, I can't wait to play it. Like I said, I never got past the first one because... There's a point in, in, and I don't want to spoil too much, but there's a point in like, I don't know, halfway or maybe a little bit more than halfway where they switch your character and you're forced to play with a character that just wasn't fun for me. So I'd stop playing the game. Uh, so that means I never got to play Sigma, uh, I never got to play Gaiden 2 or 3. So I'm really excited about having all of these. I mean, it was like three games for like 30 or $40. So that's a, that's a fucking deal. Uh, so yeah, I can't I can't wait for that. I just wanted to get I just want to get that out of the way. Just maybe uh, self promote my YouTube right quick. Uh, YouTube.com backslash Dedozo D E E T H E Z O. Uh, let you know that there might be some content coming, some Ninja Gaiden style content coming, and tell you about Free Guy. And we're, now we're gonna take a quick break. And I just said, damn, another break already. Look, bro, I gotta I gotta go pay the bills. Like I gotta keep the show on the air. Um. Yeah, we'll be right back, and then we're gonna talk about all the shit I saw because it was like a four-hour presentation. So we're gonna talk about all the shit I saw at the Summer Game Fest. Well, day one of the Summer Game Fest. So I'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. Next thing I want to talk about is the Summer Games Fest, and like I mentioned earlier, it's some kind of E3 style event. But while E3 was like three days and it was like a convention that you can go to, uh, this is completely 100% virtual. It's free. Like anybody could watch the stuff and it's online. So like you can you don't have to watch it while they're live streaming. Like you can watch the live stream or you can catch it later or you can go to your favorite YouTube channel that covers video games and they'll have exploits of exploits, excerpts of um shit that was talked about like it's the way it's organized is like you can get this information in a lot of different places like you can like i said i watched i watched day one of it which was on the 10th and um that was like a four-hour presentation and i watched the whole thing and they covered like a shit ton of games bro they covered some games there was this cool musical performance there was two cool um musical performance one was by this lady i don't know if it's a lady or a group but I saw one lady singing called Japanese Breakfast, and it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I, I, um, I was going to say I highly, re highly recommend you check our music out. But, I mean, if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. It's definitely my type of thing. It was really like, um, if, you, if you like, uh, what's her name? Yutada Hikata? Hukaru? Yutada Hukaru? I think that's how you say her name. That's the lady who sung the intros for the Kingdom Hearts games. If you like her music, you'll like Japanese Breakfast. Um, if you like anime intros, you'll like you'll like her music. Not because they're all Japanese, you racist bastard, but because they sound very similar. It's um she performed a song that's gonna be on a game, but it's it was really chilled, laid back kind of music. So it was it was pretty dope. I enjoyed it. Uh, Japanese Breakfast. 
uh, highly recommend you go you go you go check her or them out. I don't remember if it was a group or one person. I mean, it was one lady singing, but when I looked them up, it was like a group. So I'm not sure. But anyway, that's not the point. Point is that was, she performed, and then I saw um, Weezer, which I love. I fucking love Weezer, bro. Um, it's kind of indie rock. I don't even know if rock is or alternative punk. Maybe I don't know what I don't know what genre that music is, but I, uh, I love Weezer. I love Weezer a lot. They performed a dope ass song to a uh, I cannot remember. They performed to another game too. It was like uh, I don't know. It looked like a it looked like a Tony Hawk game because they were doing tricks. But it was like if Tony Hawk was on like a, a jet ski instead of a skateboard. But also it looked like there was some kind of like vehicle combat too. I don't know what was going on with that game. That game was weird as hell looking. But uh, the song was dope. Um, but yeah, it's like I was. I kind of got off track there. But uh, like I was saying, it was it was it was like it was a four hour presentation and. There was music, there was video games, there was movies. It was just a lot going on. So I got, I'm saying it's like an E3, except this is going to last from June 10th all the way to June 22nd. And I guess every day they're going to have some new content. It's going on right now as I speak. And I'll probably be talking about this next week too. Because like I said, it's going on pretty much the whole month of June. It's just supposed to be some... some game festival where it like brings together all facets of the uh gaming world the gaming community uh mainstream games with indie games competitive games with single player games just all over the place you know different races different cultures all kinds of stuff man it's it's i mean i'm looking forward to it there's going to be content every day for a whole month how can you be against that um, they, they talked about so much, bro. They talked about Evil Dead, um, that four-player game where it graphics-wise it looks very impressive. Um, Bruce Campbell's in it, so you know it's gonna be dope. Um, the combat looks—I love it. I love how it looks. I, I'm you, when it comes to combat, bro. You can't really judge it until it's in your hands and you can feel it. That's I'm saying that's not a thing you can judge based on looks. It looks good. If it plays like it looks, it looks dope. Because I haven't seen a, a combat engine like that before. It, it's, I can't explain it. But the way they go from like guns to melee kind of, kind of, it's quick and it's smooth like Devil May Cry. But the combat's not like Devil May Cry. But just that going from guns to melee is it's quick and it feels, it looks natural like in Devil May Cry. Cause Devil May Cry can go from hitting you from with some nunchucks to shooting you with a rocket launcher. And you're just like, man, what? But um, yeah, the combat looks dope. That's probably my favorite part. It looks dope as hell. There's different characters. I'm assuming they play different. But I'm like, if you can play as Bruce Campbell, bro, who wants to play anything else? Like, I just know if I get three friends together, it's just gonna be like, I want to be Bruce Campbell. I'm probably going to end up being a chick or a healer because that's what I usually play in these type of games. But anywho, uh, it, it looks really good. It, it looks. I mean, I don't really have any complaints about it so far. I hope. I hope it. It plays like it looks. Um, I don't know how much story or how long a game like that can be, but I don't know. It looks. It looks good as hell. I can't fake it. Um, 
Uh, they talked about the news. I think season four for the Warzone Call of Duty, but they're also adding some stuff to the multiplayer. Uh, I said season four to Call of Duty. Did I say Warzone. I'm gonna say season four of the Warzone, but they're also adding some stuff to Cold War and they're adding some stuff to the zombie shit. So uh, they they got a lot of kind. Of, I think most of it's free. It said free event. So I think most of the stuff is going to be free. I saw some some dope looking executions in there. They look like they were introducing a new character. So yeah, it looks it looks good. I can't lie. I, I don't really play Call of Duty anymore because of how they just fucked over Modern Warfare. But I mean that's that's my personal thing. That's nothing we need to get into here. Um, they talked about uh, finally they talked at some gameplay for Elden Ring, which. <laughs> If you know me, I've been talking about Elden Ring for some years now. I was convinced it didn't exist. Because I feel like we've been hearing about Elden Ring for like five or six years, bro. Like, and if you don't know Elden Ring, it's, I believe it's like, if Dark, if the Dark Souls guys from Software, of course, uh, made a game in the Game of Thrones world. And, um... I can't lie, it looks good. But I was convinced that it didn't exist. I was I was convinced. I've told more than one person that that game ain't never coming out. Y'all can hang that up, bro. It's not happening. Y'all gonna get Half-Life 3 before y'all get Elden Ring. But I was wrong. It's supposed to come out, I think, January? I don't say January of next year, but obviously next January. Or this January. However you want to say that shit. It's supposed to come out early January. Um, so yeah, I, I I was wrong. I gotta sh I gotta shut the hell up. It it if it don't come out in January, then I'm back to talking my shit again about it. It'll never come out. So so far, I mean, it sucks that they put a release date because if they didn't do a release date, then that means for every month it don't come out, I was right. And if they delay it past January, I was right again. And you can eat crow. I was gonna say something worse than that, but I. This is a family show, all right? This show is for adults and kids alike. Everybody welcome at the Whatever I Find Entertaining podcast, and everybody's welcome in the Whatever Nation. Uh, yeah, they talked about Elden Ring finally. They got some gameplay. It looks dope. Like it, I, I was so busy talking about how I never thought it existed. I don't think I talked about how good it looks. Graphics-wise, it looks very impressive, but from software games usually do. Um, the combat looks dope. It looks, it definitely looks different from Dark Souls. Uh, it looks different from Bloodborne. Uh, it looks different from, um, uh, Sekiro. So that's great. Not that any of those combats are bad, but it's like, hey, give me a new combat engine. Uh, and I was just talking about combat engines for the last game, too. It's just good to see some games not using the Arkham engine. Don't get me wrong. I love the Arkham fighting engine. It's it's dope. It's it's easy to it's easy to pick up and difficult to master. But um there are a lot of games that just like, oh fuck it, I'm gonna use this. And it's like shit, um Fucking Assassin's Creed was using something like it for a while. Uh the fucking the Lord of the Rings game, uh what the fuck is it called? Shadows of Mordor and Shadows of War, they use it. Uh, the Spider-Man PS4 and the PS5 games use it, so don't get me wrong, it's a great engine. But like, do something different, bro. Like for real. Um. Anyway, yeah, it, it looks great. I'm happy it exists. 
And I'm I'm happy to be one thing y'all learn about me, bro, is that I have no problems being wrong. Like I I be hoping to be proven wrong. When I say something's gonna happen, please prove me wrong. I I don't have no problem with being wrong at all. It's not a big deal to me. But uh yeah, moving on, they talked about Far Cry six, which to be honest with you, I I'm not really interested in. I, I kind of checked out of Far Cry after four. And I know what you're thinking, but it's only two games, Far Cry 5 and then this is Far Cry 6. It sounds like two games, but it's not because they did a Far Cry 5. Then they also did like a some kind of, they, they did like, I don't know, it was like Far Cry, but it was in Caveman days. I don't, I don't know. But then they also did like a Far Cry where you played as these two sisters and that didn't have a number. I don't remember what that was called. So it, it sounds like it's like Assassin's Creed, bro. It sounds like like only five games, but really it's like ten. <laughs> so yeah, and I I think it's kind of funny that both of those are Ubisoft games, but Ubisoft do sequels too much, bro. Like Jesus Christ. Um. Yeah, I'm just burnt out. I don't really, like they got uh fuck I don't remember how to pronounce. It's like Lewis. Esposito, Esposito, I think is how you say his name. Um, he's dope. I love that actor. He uh, he played Gus in Breaking Bad. He played um, I don't remember that guy's name. He was in he was in Mandalorian. He played the guy who ended up having the the, the black lightsaber at the end. I don't remember his name though. Uh, he's a great actor. He's dope. He's amazing in everything he does. So it's cool to see him, but I I won't be playing it. I. I'm burnt. I played enough Far Cry. It was craziest. I only played three and four. That's all I played. Three, I loved. I thought three was phenomenal. But I just felt like four was just. It was just eh. It was four was just three again, except instead of being in the tropical jungle, you in the mountains. So it was. I don't know. I, I'm good. I don't need another Far Cry in my life. I'm straight. Um, they talked about Wonderlands. Now that looks interesting. It's so they talked about so many fucking games, bro. Wonderlands. I remember when they when they when he was announcing it, he was talking about it, and he said the companies that are making it. I said, huh, this sounds like another Borderlands. And then they start showing the trailer. I'm like, nah, this don't look like Borderlands. But then they start showing the character models, and I was like, I think this is another Borderlands. And then and then it was like, welcome to Wonderland, and I'm like, okay, that's good enough. That's fine. Wonderland is fine. Uh, huge Borderlands fan. I played the first one, loved the fuck out of it. Played two, loved the fuck out of it. Never got around to playing three. I don't know why. I I just didn't get around to it. Um, played. There was a the pre sequel, which like took place between one and two. I think played that one. It was good. Um, and then there was another one I played. I don't remember what it was called. So I played like four Borderlands. I know what you're saying, bro. You play four Borderlands, you're not sick of that, but you only play two Far Cries, and you sick of that. I guess, bro, it's my own opinion. Fuck off. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just how I feel about the situation. But anyway, Wonderlands looks dope. Uh, well, I ain't gonna say it looks dope. They didn't show any gameplay. They just they just announced it, and it looks cool from there. But uh, they talked about Overwatch 2, which we've already talked about on the show. Uh, they talked about some new stuff they're adding to Among Us. Which is cool. It's great. Among Us is still fun. Uh, I don't really... I play with randoms now, but I mean, it's still fun as it ever has been. Uh, they talked about Jurassic World Evolution 2, which 
I know nothing about. I never even heard of the first Jurassic Park Evolution. So I don't. I don't know. It, they didn't show. They just showed the Jurassic Park world. I, I don't. Know, I don't even know what kind of game it is. I don't know if it's a first-person shooter or it's one of those like build your own park uh, games, tycoon games, or whatever. I don't know what it is, so I don't. I can't really comment on it because I have no clue what the actual gameplay of it is. Uh, I mean, graphics-wise, it looked good, but I, I've never really been that big of a Jurassic Park fan, so I mean, I, I couldn't really care less. Uh, anyway, they talked about Left 4 Dead 3. I mean, Back 4 Blood, uh, which is just. I, I wonder what the logistics are and why they didn't just call it Left 4 Dead. Because, I mean, it's made by the people that made Left 4 Dead. It looks and plays exactly like Left 4 Dead. So, like, what happened? I really need to do my behind-the-scenes research on that. Because it's just Left 4 Dead 3. But whatever. It's, it's back for blood. I mean, it looks interesting. I don't think it's going to be on PlayStation, so I probably won't play it. But, hey, it looks cool. I don't have a problem with it. Um... Uh, they, ooh, that was an interesting game they did show. Uh, this game called Vampire the Masquerade, which is not a new game by any means. It's been out for a minute, but they, I guess this is like a, a um, like a spinoff or something, because it was called Blood Hunt, but it was showing some really cool, like, combat, and you had all these different type of weapons. It wasn't gameplay, so I don't know, like, how it works. I don't know if this is like a multiplayer thing or something. I don't know. They just showed a trailer and there wasn't anybody talking about it. So I don't, I don't know. It looks cool though. You're a vampire and you get to do cool vampire shit. So if vampires are your thing, then hey, this might be up your alley. Uh, vampire, The Masquerade, Blood Hunt. Um, also, I should have said this at the top of the show, but apparently this year is Sonic's 30th anniversary. And I don't know if they're doing a game that was another musical performance i forgot to mention uh, orchestra just did some sonic music it was pretty dope they chose unleashed which i'm not sure why but yeah i don't know why they picked unleashed that's like the worst mm, like the second that's like the third worst sonic game bro. like um it, i don't know why they picked that one but the music was good so maybe that's why they picked that one maybe the music was good in that game um, but yeah, it's like, Sonic is 30 now? That doesn't seem true, though. I mean, if you don't know about me, I'm 33. Um, and, like, Sonic's just three. There's no way Sonic came out when I was three years old, bro. There's no way. Like, I've been playing Sonic games since the beginning. Like, I wasn't playing video games at three years old. So, yeah, I don't know. That's... Just doesn't seem believable that Sonic is 30 years old, but whatevs. Um, yeah, that was just. I mean, there was another game called Endless Dungeon, which I mean, it looks like it may be kind of cool. The game definitely seems like it has a sense of humor, which I love. Any game that that tries to entertain me with its story, and when I say entertain, I mean like inject some humor in your shit, bro. I don't. I don't need super serious stuff all the time. I play plenty of games that's super serious. And usually when I do, I play them with my music on and I don't pay no attention to the story. Like Neo 2. Not to look, that game was dope. I loved Neo 2. But but beyond the fact that you had a twin brother or a sister that you had to fight at some point in the game, I can't tell you what the fuck was going on in that story. And you were half you were half um 
uh, demon, but they don't call them demons. They call them something else. But yeah, besides that, I have no idea what the story was. But the gameplay was dope. So, um, but yeah, the point is, is like, I would like a more interesting, like, humorous story. Because I've played through so many games where I'm just like, I don't know what the story is. I'm playing a game right now called Dead Cells, where I don't know what the story is. But uh, I think that's left purposely vague because um, it's, it, it kind of does that whole uh, from software thing where, hey, the lore is in the game. You just got to find it. Uh, but also, I just finished a game called Control where that story wasn't that story was serious the whole time. And it wasn't anything like what's wrong? Look, there wasn't very much humor in there. That was like serious. That was serious the whole time. But I enjoyed the hell out of it. Control was a brilliant game. Um, but yeah, but I, if you know me, you know I prefer humor. That's in my video games, in my anime, in story, in, in TV shows, movies. I, I, I'm I like making people laugh, and I like laughing. As, if it's a crime, sue me. Why would you sue somebody for? Never mind. Uh, yeah, that that about wraps up all the. I mean, there was listen. Don't get me wrong. There was way more. So like I said, it was a four-hour presentation. So there was way more stuff in it. Than the games I named, but those are just some of the ones that stuck out to me, and those are some of the games. Some of them I'm interested in, not all of them. Not all the ones I listed am I even planning on getting, but I might check on some of them. Uh, but yeah, like Summer Games Fest, check it out, bro. There's a lot of shit going on. They got content stretching for like twelve days. So uh, yeah, I think I think. I think that's it. I think we're done with that that segment of the show. I think next we're just gonna get into Loki spoilers uh, for episode one. So I'm gonna give you a spoiler. I almost said a spoiler event. That even makes sense. I'm gonna give you a spoiler warning now, and then when we come back from break, uh, I'm gonna give you another spoiler warning because we finna go through what happened in the first episode of Loki. So I will be right back. Welcome back to the show. We are on our final segment of the episode, and we are back at least for the next six weeks. We are back finishing off the show with MCU uh, stuff. It's been a while. I mean, it's been since Falcon and the, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, since we were consistently ending the show on MCU stuff, but we back to that. So if you love that, we back, baby. And if you hated it, I mean, come on now. What's wrong with you? It's MCU. Everybody loves MCU. But uh, uh, spoiler, spoiler warning, spoiler alert. We're about to go through the very first episode of uh, Loki. Uh, episode one, Glorious Purpose, which is like Loki's favorite fucking thing to say. But uh, yeah, let's, let's get right into it. Um, like I said at the beginning of the show, huge surprise. I enjoyed it. I loved it to death. I thought it was great. I know I'm going to love this show. I was already convinced I was going to love the show. But I, I know, just with dealing with this first episode, man, if, they, if the rest of the episodes continue anything like this, it's going to be amazing. Um, I am starting to think I'm becoming a fanboy because I can't remember the last time the MCU did something and I didn't like it. Like, I can't remember the... I can't. I just... I can't remember... The last time they had a bad movie or a bad show or or anything, bruh. I can't even remember when they had a character that wasn't represented correctly. It's been so fucking long, bro. I'm starting to feel like 
Like I'm brainwashed by the MCU or like they paying me off or something. Cause I just, I never have anything negative to say, which is weird because I, I, if you know me, you know, I think I'm a critic and I'm always criticizing shit, but the MCU is just, they've been on point. Like I'm trying to think the last time they had a movie where I'm just like, eh, I don't like that movie. And it had to be either, it had to be like either the second Iron Man or the second Thor. No, it was both of those was hours ago. I I think. Yeah, and the second Iron Man wasn't even all that bad. I just thought the villain was ass. You know, the second Thor was bad. Like that whole movie. Like I, I've seen it recently. Keep in mind, I don't know if I said this on the show or not. I've recently watched the entire MCU in order of movie release. And, um it, I Still can't tell you what Thor 2 was about. I can't remember. And I've seen it like three times now. Uh, Iron Man 2 I remember very vividly. And it's just the villain was whack. They were also dealing with a lot of different stuff in that movie. And it was kind of it was kind of like Guardians 2. Where uh, it was a lot of different plots converging at once. You know in Guardians 2 he was dealing with his father issues. Plus he was also dealing with the Ravengers on his ass. Plus he was also dealing with those... Um, those people that were all that gold at the beginning, uh, the people who thought they were perfect, he was also dealing with them on his ass, and like plus he was dealing with his feelings for Gamora and him realizing what real family was. Like there was a lot of shit going on at once in that movie, and that's how Iron Man Two was. It was like he was dealing with father issues too, um, plus he was dealing with his his this rival, um, Killian, Killian, I think was his name. Uh, he was dealing with the Killian guy, competing with him. Plus, I think that's when the, uh, the liquor was starting to get to him. He was They was really starting to show how Tony Stark, like, bit of an alcoholic. Because um, I think that was the one where he was actually drunk in the suit and almost shot some people. Uh, and Rhodey had to show up and, and calm his ass down. But, uh, yeah, they had to deal with that. Um, he was dealing with, the, like I said, final issues, the rival, dealing with the alcohol. Plus, he had this, this whiplash villain who's... In my opinion, the worst villain the MCU has seen so far. He was just a, he was just he just had electric whips and he was mad because Tony Stark did some Tony Stark's father did something to his father hellas ago. That was it. Plus he kept asking about a bird, but the bird didn't do anything. It didn't serve any plot purpose and he kept complaining about the bird the whole episode. I said a whole episode, the whole movie. It was, and they got Mickey Rourke to play him too. And I, maybe it was Mickey Rourke's performance, but I don't know that character. So I don't know if that's how that character is supposed to be. Or not. But anyway, I'm talking about that shit way too long. I'm not supposed to be talking about I'm supposed to be talking about Loki. I don't know how I just got, how the fuck did I just go off on a tangent like that about other movies? Anyway, uh, the episode was dope. I loved it. Episode one, Glorious Purpose. Um... It was it was amazing to me. I got I got no complaints. I got absolutely not a single complaint about this episode. Uh, they did before, like right before I started recording today. They uh released a promotional episode, a, a promotional episode. They released a promotional trailer for episode two, but I mean there was nothing in it we haven't already seen, like in trailers when the show before the show came out. So there wasn't nothing really that I need to discuss there. It just, it looks good. Like, I, that's about all I can say. It looks good and I can't wait. 
Um, it is weird having the shows come out on Wednesday now, but uh, I mean, it don't, like I said, it ain't gonna stop. It ain't gonna stop our show. We gonna we still gonna record when we record, and we still gonna have. I guess if anything, that gives me more time to absorb it before I present it to you. So it, it ain't stopping our show. Um, it. I guess we could just go through the episode now. To be for real. Um, it starts off with them going all the way back to the first, the end of the first Avengers, which is where this Loki is from. So that makes sense. And uh, small little note. And this is just me being the 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 lover of small details where most people either don't notice or don't care. But uh, they kind of remixed the Avengers theme to make it more mysterious because we're dealing with Loki here. And it was it was it was dope. It, I really liked it. Um, it was it was great to see that scene again because I see. The, uh, the the whole scene was just it was really and this is what I mean by me enjoying humor and stuff like not necessarily when I say enjoying humor I don't mean necessarily like I only like comedies but you can be funny in anything there's fun there's horror movie comedies there's drama comedies there's thriller comedies like you can put humor in anything well I'm not gonna say anything not not everything can have com uh, comedy in it but you can you can have characters be humorous. Like you don't have to always be serious and drab and and just melancholy all the damn time. But anyway, it was great to see this scene again. It was the final, not, I think it was the final scene of the the first Avengers. Uh, seeing Loki get his ass beat by the Hulk again and, and seeing him make fun of Captain America and seeing that scene where the elevator's full and they make Hulk take the stairs. And the thing that pisses me off is I would think being in an elevator would piss the Hulk off. Even if he was in it by himself, I would think just the amount of time it would take from them for Hulk to be on the elevator and ride it from the top of Stark Tower to ground level, I think that would piss him off because the Hulk seems like an impatient person. It seems like he want to wait. Like, first off, how the fuck he going to push a button with them big-ass fingers? Second off, he don't seem like the person that'd be patient enough to wait on the elevator like, the, you're the Hulk, bro. Just jump down. You'll beat them down anyway. But it was funny seeing that scene again. It was funny seeing the whole briefcase thing where, uh, where, um, where they do the time heist shit. And, it, like, just seeing Loki, well, seeing Tom Hiddleston's face again, it just shows what a great actor he is because he's kind of, like, making me laugh and he's not even saying anything it's just his facial reactions and his mouth's covered up with that thing so he can't talk and he still could just look at his face like what the fuck like when a briefcase slides across the floor he's like the fuck was that and then when uh uh tony stark gets hit with the door and he drops the briefcase and the tesseract comes falling out and he's like he's like he's looking like loki's looking around like are y'all seeing this shit like are y'all Ain't nobody. I'm the only person. He just picks up the test right and gets the fuck out of there. I, I do. I do love that scene, man. That scene was just just mwah, brilliant. Um, so he ends up in the desert uh, in Mongolia, which um, another little another interesting note. Uh, he ends up in the desert, lying in the sand, kind of like Tony Stark was in the beginning of the not the beginning. That's a lie. Uh, kind of how Tony Stark was 
towards the end of the first Iron Man movie where he, he builds that piece of shit ass suit and then he breaks out of the cave and he, I think he tries to fly off but ends up crashing and he's just laying in the desert saying like that. that those scenes kind of mimicked each other. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but he's in a, the Loki's in the desert and uh, the Time Authority shows up and the main one in charge was um, I t- I might butcher her name because I've never heard it pronounced before, and I'm sorry, but it's like it's like Wumi Masaku, Wumi Masaku. I think that's how you say it. She's the actress that played. She was in um, Lovecraft Country, and she played um, she played the black girl who was taking uh, spoilers. If you haven't seen Lovecraft Country, spoilers for like episode three, I think. Uh, episode three and on, because it's like a reoccurring thing that happens in the show. So if you haven't seen Lovecraft Country, uh, I'm finna spoil part of it. Sorry, but um, she 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 plays the she plays the black girl who was taking the potion to make her a white girl so she can see how it feels to be a white lady in a white dom. Well, I was gonna say a white dominated society, but it's not like we're not living in a white dominated society. I'm getting deep today, huh? What's up with all this existential shit that's coming out? That's not what this episode is supposed to be. Anyway, uh, she's taking a potion so she can be a white woman. She also was sleeping with a white dude that was actually a white woman. Listen, if you ain't never seen Lovecraft Country, that shit get weird. But I mean that in the best possible way. It gets good weird. But yeah, anyway, she's in here. And she's playing a, a, a literal time cop. She's a literal time cop. Um, and she's great. Uh, she smacks the shit out of Loki and she arrests him. Uh, uh, she takes him back to the time, time, uh, the TVA base, time variance authority, uh, takes him back to the base. And I thought, I thought this was going to be her only part. I thought she was going to be in the early scene and then that was it. And I was kind of sad, but she was in a whole episode. And I looked it up on IMDb. Spoilers. She's in all six episodes. So she gets a reoccurring role. And I'm super happy. Because she was really great at this. Uh, it's really a way different role than she was in Lovecraft Country. And uh, I'm just I'm super happy. Because she was great. Uh, she, was, she, was, she was like... She played, she played a straight character. And I don't mean straight as in sexuality. I mean straight as in no jokes. No burly any smiling. Uh, I'm serious about my job. She played that kind of character. Um, uh, she hands Loki over to... Well, basically puts him in an elevator. No, basically puts him in a room that only drops. Like, there's just a floor that opens up and then you drop out. Uh, it's... It got... <laughs> this whole thing was really funny. Like, I don't know if they're going to continue the sense of humor. Because apparently there is some fucked up shit happening. But uh, the the the... the, the him entering the TVA society and being as confused as the viewer is on what the fuck is going on and having nobody answer any of his questions was just funny as hell. First, he gets stripped by a robot. Um, he falls into another thing, and a guy's like, "Hey, you um, uh, are you giving consent that you are a human being with a soul? And well, not a human being, but you're a living being with a soul and not a robot." And he's like. Wait, do a lot of people come through here that are robots and not know that they're robots? He was like, bro, look, can you just come on and walk through the machine, bro? <laughs> and he was like, 
He's like, like, what is the machine? Like, what is this machine? And he was like, it does this. But can you come on? Like, the dude's rushing him, and it's it's funny as hell because it's like, bro, I just need answers. All of this is foreign to me. Can you just like answer some questions? And then like he walks through like what looks like a metal detector, and it takes a scan of him, and he's like. Uh, uh, you know, it blinds him, and then like a little Polaroid, a Polaroid picture comes out, and he's like, "What the fuck is that?" And he's like, "It's a temporal anomaly." No, he says it's like your temporal aura or something like that. And he look, he's like, "The fuck's a temporal aura?" And he just pushes him to the next room. It's, it's just funny to just have all these questions and get no answers, because you gotta, you gotta think that that might be that will be frustrating as hell if you went through that in real life, just. Push into the next room and just no questions asked. So he gets to his next room and it's like, it looks like the DMV in this bitch. It's just long lines cut off by ropes where there's nobody here. So why the fuck do you got these maze ass, velvet rope ass lines when I should just be able to walk to the front? Um, it, you could just see, like, it's funny to see Loki. What's what I'm looking for? Uh, con, con, not condemn. Uh, con, Fuck, what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, con something. It's like when you give in to somebody's way. Like you can concede. Concede. It's, it's so funny to see him concede to these people and just go, fine, I'll take a ticket. Fine, I'll walk through your stupid ass line. It's just, it's, it's really funny because it is Loki. And what you got to remember is, is that this is not the Loki you know. This is not the Loki that was killed by Thanos. This is the spoilers for Endgame, by the way. If you haven't seen... Look, I'm not doing no spoiler alerts for no MCU stuff. Like, if you ain't if you ain't caught up on MCU stuff, bro, I don't know what to tell you. I'll do spoilers for the thing I'm talking about, but that's it. I mean, I'll spoil some for WandaVision stuff, and I'll spoil some damn The Falcon and the Winter Soldier shit. I'll spoil any movie. But the, the show I won't. Uh, I'll give you a spoiler warning on the show. Um... But yeah, this ain't the Loki that was in Thor Ragnarok. They got killed by uh, Thanos. This is the Loki. Like, this show literally picks up right at the end of the first Avengers movie. Like, like hours like hours after he lost the Battle of New York. Like, the movie, the show picks up there. So, you could just, it's just so funny to see, like, cocky ass, I'm meant to rule the world Loki in this jumpsuit going through line and taking a ticket and waiting for somebody to address him. It, it, it was really funny. It was a really, um, I think they call it juxtaposition where you're used to being here and now you're forced to be in the opposite spot. It, it was, it was, it was dope. It was dope. Um, at, at, or somewhere around this point, they do the intro to the show and it's very simple, very minimalistic, but it's very cool. The music I thought was really dope and it's just basically the word Loki and it's the letters are switching to different types of fonts and it's in like old tv format which i thought was dope because this the whole tva they use really old dated tech not i won't call it dated it's all old but it's like they choose to use it i don't know why but they that's just what they do um so then he, he <laughs> there's this funny ass scene where he's in a courtroom and they're like, hey, you, you did this shit. Do you um do you plead guilty or innocent? Or guilty or not guilty? And he's like, I'm not never, I'm not guilty of doing no time shit. You need to blame the Avengers. Because if they wouldn't have time traveled, then I wouldn't have got the Tesseract. Then I wouldn't be here in the first place. And I thought that was really cool. Because it was like... 
the fact that Loki was able to figure out that uh, that uh, that the Avengers time traveled was pretty damn dope. Because it's like, how did he? How? How does he know that? Because he didn't necessarily see anybody. Uh, he said he smelt the cologne of two Tony Starks. Which, if that's for real, then that's funny as hell. Because if you remember in Endgame, Ant-Man made fun of Tony Stark for wearing axe. And so if that's what really happened, that's pretty that's pretty damn funny. Um, but yeah, he, it, he that's pretty that shows how smart he is that he figured out that the Avengers time traveled back. He don't know why, because how could he? But he knew that they did some time traveling shenanigans. Uh, but then then um, he tries to use his magic and it's funny as hell. But uh, you, you um, that's when you learn that magic doesn't do anything in the this TVA world. Because from what I learned outside, you know, me doing my research outside of the show, is that uh, the the time variance authority exists in its own dimension. It's outside of time. It's outside of every other dimension that exists. And uh. So magic doesn't work here at all. So you can just hang that shit up. So he couldn't do what he normally does. Um, that's when Owen Wilson's character shows up. Which, what an what a just way to continue your streak of just amazing casting. Just Owen Wilson playing some guy named I think his name's Mobius. See Mobius, I think it's like Mobius twice. But uh, <laughs> he's he's like a pretty good. Not pretty good. He's like a pretty high-ranking officer in the in the TVA, and um, he he takes custody of Loki, and he's like, "I'm gonna take you back here. We gonna talk," because he has plans for Loki. He needs Loki's help, but he doesn't tell why he needs Loki's help. Um, but then they go to clearly the best, easily the best part of the episode, where um, basically it's a long just. Um, a sit down where they just have a conversation and he's showing Loki clips of his life through this projector thing and it's it's like super meta because now that Loki is outside of his own timeline because of uh, what he did with the Tesseract now he's outside of his own timeline and he doesn't ex I believe he doesn't exist in that timeline anymore um, it's, 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 it's really meta to see him watching the shit happen as if He's a audience member watching these movies again, like we watched them. It's yeah, it, it's meta as fuck. It, but it was dope to see. They really um, they really what's how, how do I put it? They uh, they really go into this, which I hope is a, a a trend they continue as the story goes on. But they really go deep into a Loki's psyche. Like how what Loki thinks of himself, how the world sees Loki, and how he how he can't deal with the fact that he may just be a character in somebody else's story, and that's what I mean by meta. Like it really feels super. I don't know if the meta shit was on purpose or not, but it feels super meta because he has to deal with the fact that he's a part of a he's a character in a story, and it's not his story. He's not the main character. They even go so far as to say, but it's your job to fuck people over so they can become the best versions of themselves. Like, you're destined to lose. Like, you're not a winner and you won't rule. 
and they just they just shit on them so hard, bro. And it's like it's kind of it's kind of like yeah, that's what you get. But at the same time, if you know the Loki we know that made it all the way to Endgame, it it sucks because that Loki was kind of trying to redeem himself. But this Loki right here deserves it because this is the Loki from fucking Avengers One, and that dude was a dick. So. It's just really crazy how they just really deep dive and just break down everything Loki is. And he, I don't know, it, it just get really deep. There's a scene later that I'm going to tell you about that. It gets even deeper. But uh, eventually Loki does what Loki does and he breaks free and he gets out of there. And uh, uh, he goes back to find the dude that has the Tesseract because... He needs that to get the hell up out of her. Um, he finds them. They have a funny-ass conversation where he threatens to gut them like a fish. And the guy doesn't even know what a fish is. But eventually he's like, here, man, here's the Tesseract. He pulls it out of a drawer. And Loki looks in the drawer and he sees like 12 Infinity Stones just laying there. And he's like, he's like, bro, what the, why the fuck y'all got all these Infinity Stones there? And, he's, and the guy doesn't even know what Infinity Stones are. Just to show you the level of complexity that goes on here, a Tesseract and an Infinity Stone ain't even on these people's radar. The guy who works there is like, yeah, some of them use them for paperweights. An Infinity Stone? Like, do you know what the fuck we just went through with the Infinity Stones? Like, it's, it's, it's mind-blowing, really. It's really mind-blowing. But what, um, it, it just really goes to show that, like, it hits you at the same time it hits Loki, because at this point he's like, man, I don't, I might not be able to escape this bitch, bro. Like these people, my magic don't work here. Infinity stones mean nothing here. Like, how can Infinity stones are the most powerful things in the universe? How can they be less powerful than this time shit? And so, I mean, it's literally the Infinity Jones, the Infinity Jones, Infinity Stones' job to. To control the stream of time. That's at least that's what uh, the ancient one says in Endgame. She says it's their job to maintain the stream of time. So if you take one Infinity Stone away, it fucks up the timeline. So you got to put that bitch back. So uh, to see to see a draw of like twelve Infinity Stones just sitting there is kind of mind blowing. And um, then he realizes, he's like, man, these people... Because the whole time he's been mocking them, he's like, this shit ain't real. This shit just a... Like, this shit... He says a line that's pretty impressive, but then it folds back on him later on in the episode. Where he's like, this whole thing, bro, it's just a... It's just an illusion made up by the weak to to instill fear. And he says that to Owen Wilson's character. Owen Wilson's like, oh, bro, whatever you say, we we got the power. But but then once he sees that the fucking the Tesseract he brought with him can't do shit and there's a drawer full of Infinity Stones that can't do shit. He's like, man, these people might really be that. They might not be lying to me, bro. They may be that for real. Um, but then he uh, he goes back to the room where he was talking to Owen Wilson and he just he starts watching footage because there's a scene earlier that I, I skipped because I want to talk about it here is that um. Owen Wilson shows him, Owen Wilson's character shows him the video of his mother dying. Now, keep in mind, 
Loki and Thor's mom doesn't die till Thor 2. Thor 2 comes place after the first Avengers. So Loki doesn't know his mom's dead. Well, she's not dead yet to him. She hasn't died in this timeline yet. Because uh, keep in mind, this is a, this is a few hours after um, the first Avengers. So he, he has to see his mom die. So then later on in the episode, uh, he's watching more clips of his life after, after like what he does, what he accomplishes, because he assumes he comes God King of the of Midgard, and then the other nine realms. That's what he assumes. So he's watching clips of himself, and then he he, he has to see his father die, and he's like, God damn, he just watched his mom die. Now he's gonna watch his father die, who died in Thor three, which damn, I just realized that. His mom died in Thor 2. He also was supposed to have died in Thor 2. And his dad dies in Thor 3. But, um... So he has to watch his dad die. And then he skips all the way to Endgame. And then he has to watch Thanos kill him. I'm like, man, can you imagine watching your mom die, your dad die, and then watching yourself get killed within, like, hours of itself? What a, what a mind fuck. But that's, that's, once again, that's the meta. Because it's like he's watching these movies. Like we watched them, um, but yeah, I think that's that's and that's when they get deep. Cause remember earlier I said they get deeper than that, where he starts realizing that. Um, Cause on Wilson asks him all these personal questions, like why do you want to be king? Why do you feel like you're destined? Like why do you hurt people? Uh, do you enjoy hurting people? And he realizes he's like I, I don't enjoy hurting people. And he's like, well, what do you mean? He's like. I don't enjoy it. I have to do it. He's like, okay, explain it to me. Why do you have to hurt people? He's like, it's part of the illusion. It's an illusion created by the weak. And he points at himself when he says that to instill, to instill fear. And it's like, whoa, he just called himself weak. And it's like, you you realize uh, in that moment that Loki is just like, He's just like a bully picking on people because of his own insecurities. And it's 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 pretty deep, bro. Like I, I can't lie. Like I, these shows, at least um WandaVision and The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, have done a good job of deep diving into these characters' mental state. And like so you get really get to see what's going on in their heads in a way that the movies just don't have time for. And when you when you when you see him make that realization in real time that wow I'm just a I'm just a weakling trying to get people to be scared of me because I'm not strong enough to actually make them afraid of me. Um, it's it's crazy. It's whoo. It's deep. I absolutely loved it because it's just once again it just shows up Tom Hiddleston's uh, acting ability and also. It's like, how do I put it? It's it's almost like you get to see him have that entire, you, you get to see a quicker version of his character development that he had from the first Avengers all the way to Endgame. But you get to see that within the context of a few minutes here. And it's it's done... It's done great. Like normally I don't like rush development. I don't like them trying to make you earn a character's uh, not make you. Uh, no, nah, I said that wrong. I don't like when a, a show tries to to make you care about a character. 
instead of just earning it through developing the character. But this one does a really good job of shortcutting, but doing it right. So it uh, it, it was dope. It, I enjoyed it. It was it kind of like you kind of feel sorry for him. Like if you're the type of guy that's compassionate like me, and you just look at a bully and you go, eh. I feel sorry for you, bro. Like, that's how I felt here. And then, um, so once they have that breakthrough, you know, uh, Mobius is like, Owen Wilson's character, is like, look, bro, honestly, I need your help. Uh, there's a guy who, um, there's some dangerous variants out there, and and I need your help catching one. He's like, you need a guy to mission to catch a variant, bro. Like, like what could I, how could I possibly help you? He was like, because the person we trying to catch is you. And it was like it was like a dope reveal just at the end of the episode. It was like, because they had been showing glimpse, which I, I I passed it up because I didn't. I wanted to talk about it here, but uh, they there was scenes they were showing where different times, like one was in 1958, one was in like 19. I don't know. The the years jumped all over the place. But uh, there was a couple scenes where they showed a mysterious hooded figure uh, killing a bunch of. Time cops or call themselves Minutemen, but I like Time Cop better. They show themselves. Uh, they show him. They show this. I don't want to say him because I don't know. It, they like you literally so hooded and so mysterious. You can't even tell if it's a man or a woman, and they never talk. So they just show a figure, and um, they show him killing off some people. And so this is the character that they need to hunt. So you find out it's Loki. That's what uh, Mobius says. Like we need you to help us find, I guess, another time variant version of you. That's way worse than you are. So I, I can't wait. I mean, there's already been rumors before the show even came out that Loki's going to be hunting down different versions of himself. Because, I mean, he's a shapeshifter. So there's so many different versions. There's there's more fucked up versions. There's nicer versions. There's more heroic versions. There's a female version. There's an old version. There's a young version. There's, just, there's hella versions of Loki. I don't know who's going to be in this show. But... Uh, I, I can't wait. I, it's gonna be so dope, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely thinking I'm gonna enjoy this show as much or more than I enjoyed the Falcon and Winter Soldier and WandaVision. And uh, I just can't wait. That was the end of the episode. The last thing they showed with the hooded figure killing some people. And whew, God damn, was it impressive, man? The entire episode. I've watched it three times already, which is more than I watched. Um, either either first episode of WandaVision or the Falcon and the Winter Soldier um, more than I've watched them within the first week of the episode coming out uh, but yeah I enjoyed it I thought it was dope as hell I, I think that's all I got to say about the show uh, I think that's all I got to say about the Loki show but I think that's wrapping up today's episode as well on episode 13 of the podcast uh, I think I'm done I want to thank y'all for coming through. I appreciate y'all. Um, thank y'all for spending time with me. I know I be rambling on, and sometimes you be like, dude, I need you to get to the point. But I, I think that's what y'all love about me. I mean, I know that's certainly what I love about me. But uh, thank you. Like I said, I love y'all. Thank you for coming through. Uh, please feel free to, if you if you can, like or comment on the podcast. Go ahead. If you can, don't worry about it. Um, if you're if you are the type to like to to listen to it on YouTube, I I sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, apologize. I am missing 
two episodes, the last two episodes, 11 and 12, I haven't put up on the channel yet. By the way, the channel is youtube.com backslash D the Zoe. That's, that's D E. I almost spelled YouTube. Like, I really need to fucking spell YouTube. That's D E E T H E Z O. Um, all one word, of course. Uh, yeah, I still got to. When this episode's done, it's going to be three episodes I need to put up. Uh, so I, I'm sorry. I'm terribly sorry. I'm going to do it, I promise. Uh, but there's still 10 episodes up. There's actually, there's 12 episodes up. There's 10 episodes and there's two bonus episodes. So that's plenty of content. But it's not good enough for whatever nation. You're right. It ain't good enough. So I'm going to get to it. Once again, I am truly sorry. Uh, I will get it done. I've been a little... You know, I'm not going to make excuses. I'm going to get it done. But with that note, that's the end of the episode. We're winding down. We're going ahead and get off the air. I love y'all. Uh, always remember there is a link in the description of the video and in the description of the episode where you can uh, donate some money to the podcast if you want to. No, absolutely do not have to. I just, I got to say it. I, you know what I'm saying? It's like on the YouTube channel when you say, please hit the subscribe button and like the video. I don't want to say it, but I got to say it. it you got to, it, it's like paying the bills, bro. You don't want to, you got to do it. But anyway, with that said and done, I love y'all. I'm out. Peace.